I think the tides are changing a little bit, at least in our sport. But I yeah. think still in um, the quote-unquote regular world, in the health world, sometimes people get, I got to lose weight. I got right. diabetes. And, and they try to go on an extreme diet, and then it backfires. And um, it's just education is so important. And I think real-life stories. Like yeah. my story, you know, look at this woman. She uh, was a bodybuilder. She was extreme. Hey, welcome to Getting Made with Stephanie J. Getting Made with Stephanie J is a podcast for women who are on the edge of change, who just need a little motivation, information, and inspiration to push past what's getting the, keeping them stuck, any obstacles from their past, and move them to the life they really want to present to the world. Getting Made is getting your mind right, getting your attitude in check, getting a dream and a drive, and getting your energy up through exercise and eating right. And that's what this podcast is for. This podcast is being presented to you to provide that inspiration, information, information, and motivation to push you past those obstacles. And it's being sponsored by Your Sweetest Life. Your Sweetest Life is YourSweetestLife.com is where you can find all of the information you need to push past that. There's a blog post if you like to read. The podcasts are there. You can find all of my favorite shopping and um, shopping spots and even some of the, sp the things I like to shop for. And you can click right there and purchase them. So YourSweetestLife.com and that spot right there will take you to everything you need to move into the life that you want to have. It'll get your clothing together, get your uh, housework stuff together, and also get your mind and your attitude, your dream, and your energy up. So thank you so much for being part of this podcast. For those of you who are your first time listening, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you so much. And those of you that have been around for a while, thank you for sticking out with me. If you um, find this inspiring or motivational or the information is good for you please share it with someone who you think it might help um, every time that you share it and also if you're on apple please give me a five-star review every time you do a five-star review guess what more women get to be inspired and get information and inspiration and motivation that's what i'm here for to really see women live their sweetest life so i'm gonna go ahead and stop talking at this introduction and move on to the podcast for the week this week's episode is once again sponsored by your sweetest life Thanks, ladies, and keep reaching for your sweet. Welcome to the sweet life of Stephanie J. A little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, can you hear me okay? Yeah. First of all, okay, awesome. Well, my name is Betsy McNally Lavar. I am a personal trainer and nutritionist, and I work only with gymnasts and their moms. <laughs> so I know Stephanie because I actually have coached her daughter. I coached her daughter when she was about five years old, yeah. I believe. And, um, and Stephanie has gotten to know me through Cincinnati Gymnastics, where that is my home base. But I've really been lucky. Um, I've, I've had a, a very lo long journey to get to where I am, but I have a really specialized niche in the gymnastics world, which is just nutrition and just fitness for gymnasts. So that's a little bit about me and what I do. And I'm just happy to be here to meet your viewers. Well, I, I love that you, you specify that. And I, I know you think that you only for gymnasts, but the information you provide truly helps the gymnast family, which, you know, looking at like one of the things that I've all, I've been looking at for years is childhood obesity. And I just had a conversation with somebody like recently about this and what you do actually is changing a whole new generation. Um, 
even in families? Well, I like to think so. A lot of my client base um, is the mom. Um, mm-hmm. I started working with moms because I'm a mom. And um, that really, if the moms aren't on board, then who's buying the food? Really? Uh, you know, the mom, the dad, right. the parents. So I like to think that I can relate to the parents when I, when I do my boot camps and when I do my live presentations. I'm speaking to the gymnast, but really I'm speaking to the parents first. So um, I like to think that I'm helping the whole family. I think I am based on a lot of the feedback that I'm getting from athletes and their families. So um, yeah, obesity is a huge issue in our country. And it's geographically, it's really interesting too. As I travel the country, I see different areas of the country that are really, really battling and struggling with, um, with nutrition. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Mississippi in a couple days here. And Mississippi is really, truly battling obesity right now. So I feel so blessed that I have a gym there that brings me in two times a year to educate the families. And um, we recently had a dad lose 100 pounds just from one presentation I gave. Yeah, it was really cool. Isn't that awesome? Yes, 100 pounds just from one presentation I gave on clean eating. So education is so important and if i need to you know hit the parents through the kids i'll i'll take it well i mean you've hit my family so can you tell them a little bit about your background about why how you even decided to go into nutrition and fitness well um i was a gymnast and when i was um 14 years old my coach told me i was fat literally like pulled me into his office and he and by the way I have no hard feelings toward this guy (laughs) at all like totally god bless him because he gave me the inspiration to do what I'm doing now which is touching thousands of gymnasts every summer in my boot camp but he basically said Betsy you should go play volleyball or you should go play soccer or something else because you're out of shape overweight and you shouldn't be doing the sport well that crushed my little heart because I was Uh. in there for four hours a day you know, training, I was a level 10. I thought it was pretty good, but apparently not. And, uh, <laughs> but I, but I kept getting hurt and like, I kept getting stress fractures. And honestly, my nutrition was terrible. I was eating like four bowls of cereal before practice. Oh thinking my gosh. I'm going to be a level 10. And I just really didn't trust my body. I didn't trust myself. I, I didn't, wasn't educated. Nobody taught me. So now as, as a nutritionist for gymnasts, I want to get these kids before someone says something to them or some imagery Mm -hmm. on TV gets to them where they feel like they're not good enough or they can't do something and which is a bunch of BS. And I used Mm -hmm. that as fuel later in my life to become a professional bodybuilder and write a book about it. And I overcame some eating disorder issues too, which is another story. But um, (laughs) basically I've used my struggles in my life to help young impressionable girls. And that is my passion. I'm so glad you said that because Um, You know, one of the things I talked about recently, I was um, doing a speech and I talked about that we all have a story. Um, And one of the things that I reiterate that like that I reiterate to my community is that you have a story and you really like your story is part of you. But to use that story to become the thing that becomes the thing that becomes the thing. And that's what I've really been talking about in the community is the thing that leads to the thing that leads to the thing. It doesn't have to be the thing that stops you. It can be the thing that leads to the thing. And for you, I've seen that happen because um, I remember you back when you were a bodybuilder and then fast forward, I don't know, seven years or something like that. And ten. It was a ten? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're back in France and you're a mom and you're teaching about nutrition. 
Yes. What are some of the challenges that you have seen personally and professionally with making those adjustments in nutrition and fitness? Um, personally, for me, I struggled a long time as a bodybuilder. And Stephanie, I know you were a bodybuilder at some point. Yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sport or art that takes a lot of discipline. And I appreciate that. And anybody who mm -hmm. can do it, I kudos to you. Seriously, good for you. But for me personally, that type of restricting of only eating white fish and asparagus every two to three hours, doing two hours of cardio a day, lifting mm -hmm. weights, cutting off my family ties, yep. it wasn't healthy <laughs> for me. It was too restrictive. And I was like, you know, I became a shell of a person. Really, I became a robot because I was always focused about my workouts, always yeah. focused about my nutrition, always focused about like I would literally bring my fish and asparagus <laughs> to like a five star dinner. I'm like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like who I remember what? bringing chicken breast. I chopped it all up to a movie because I yeah. didn't want to get popcorn. So I sat there and ate pieces of dried chicken breast in the movie. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And it's like, you do some really, it's supposed to be this very healthy sport, but in reality, and again, I'm not knocking bodybuilding because it takes a lot of discipline and it's an, it's a great thing, I think for a period of time, but to withstand that lifestyle, it's not, it, you know, I lost my first marriage because of it. And, and my first husband was a great guy. It's just, he wanted to spend time with me. And guess what? I wanted to be in the gym eating asparagus and fish. So um, it was a huge one thing is just extremes. I've learned that nutrition cannot be extreme. It needs to be balanced. That's what good. I've, yeah. And what I've learned like through working with clients is that a lot of times clients go in with this parent, either a gymnast, an elite gymnast, because I work with, you know, Olympians all the way down to little mm -hmm. level threes. They focus on, I've got to get this. I've got it because they're type A personalities, a lot of gymnasts. So, um, so I, again, I feel like there's too much extreme keto diet, this diet, that diet, and it's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's not healthy. And my focus is balance, truly about balance. And that's my husband just brought that. in a light for me. Oh, mess. You're the best. You're the best. That's a little bright. That's probably better right oh, there. Bonjour. Merci. So I hope this light is okay. No, it's no, you're there. I can see you. I guess okay. is it getting dark out, I guess. I don't know. It is. I didn't prepare for this. So if I need oh. to move, I will. But Stephanie, the short then the long of it is I think nutrition needs to be balanced. And I've learned it through my own extremes, which led me to have an eating disorder. And again, I don't want these gymnasts to deal with that. I want them to have all the education they need to be able to be the best athletes they can be and feel good about their body. Feel good about putting a leotard on. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, honestly, like, I know we talk about the gymnast, but like you said, it's the family. Um, yeah. And, you know, like, even we've dealt with that in our family with, you know, when the body changes and being able to do that in a, a nice way to help, you know, your child to be able to be healthy. But I see it so much in the families because I, you know, I work in healthcare and I've worked on that end of the sick end of healthcare because I'm a nurse in a pediatric institution. Um, and seeing how even like your principles and your, your, the foods that you talk about and balance, not being a diet, I, it, it breaks my heart when I see the focus being on the weight and not the health. Yeah, absolutely. And luckily, I think the tides are changing a little bit, at least in our sport. But I yeah. think still in um, 
the quote unquote regular world in the health world, sometimes people get, I got to lose weight. I got diabetes and, and they try to go on an extreme diet and then it backfires. And, um, it's just, education is so important. And I think real life stories, like my story, you know, look at this woman. She, uh, was a bodybuilder. She was extreme. She had an eating disorder because she thought she was never going to have a French fry again. So she spent all week eating French fries one week. Right. So it's, it's so about balance and not restricting and just being a healthy, happy person. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't know when I was bodybuilding, I was not like, I remember people told me like, after I finished bodybuilding, like I was a different person. Like they were like, Oh my God, you're so different. And I'm like, no, this is like, this is me. This is me right here. I, I mean, but I was just such, I was so focused and I was so intense with, with that diet and, you know, getting to that goal. And one thing I've also like, I've learned and I, I'm teaching women all the time. It's life's not about that goal. It's about like, keep going forward it's like it's not you know a getting to this point and stopping it's a journey it's 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 an ongoing thing and I think we too like it like in the weight loss thing people get so focused on the number Um, oh yeah I need to be at this weight and I need to look like this instead of feeling good and feeling healthy and feeling strong there it's just so focused on the outside Um, that's where I see like with you challenges with the parents is starts the challenge with the kids is the impression of the parent and what the parent feels about health and fitness no even if they're not gymnast yeah it's, and a lot the, of times parents impre- some, something ahead, that's, that's really challenging for me is I'll have a parent that a lot of these girls are going through puberty mm-hmm. and the parent especially the mom who I love I love you gymnastics <laughs> mom you guys are my number one <laughs> I mean, I live for you guys. You are my client. You are, I want to know and embrace you, but I know how hard it is because most of you are seeing your daughters going through puberty. And what mm-hmm. happens is they're getting hips, they're getting boobs, their bodies are changing. <laughs> Gymnastics isn't as easy anymore. And so I get the phone call, Betsy. And the kids feel like my daughter. Insecure. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's all very normal. It's all very natural and beautiful. And these girls need to embrace that. But it's also like sometimes I get moms that are like they want me to push their kid to lose weight and I'm like I can't I can't do that you know your kid has just got once they eat healthfully the right portions they're gonna make they're gonna be where they need to be you know anybody anybody who's watching this if you're trying to lose weight if you just eat the right amount of food that your body needs intuitively Mm -hmm. and you're working out you're taking care of yourself your body is gonna fall in balance and you'll be at the weight you're supposed to be how do I know that right amount of food for you like how do you know well, that me personally I know my body to a T mm-hmm. I know if I drink a glass of wine the next day I'm gonna be foggy brain I know if I eat like if I don't eat bread in the morning I'm gonna eat bread later at night because I miss that bread so I know my body and I think you probably do too from do. bodybuilding you mm-hmm. do so I think it takes a long time for people to develop that relationship with their body um, I think just be patient, be open-minded and experiment and really take note of how you feel after you mm. eat certain foods. I think that's so, I think that? take intuitive, <laughs> intuitive eating is so important. Like I had some potatoes the other night and I hadn't had potatoes, regular potatoes. I had a stomach ache the next day. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh-uh, I'm not doing that again. So just take note of what, how your body responds. If you feel puffier, don't eat it again. You know, that's intuitive eating is a huge part of my programs. If, if you're a mom, I mean, I just, 
I just believe that's the way to go because who wants to be on a diet until they're 89 years old? Oh, I don't know. That's horrible. <laughs> this thought makes me nauseous. Yes. But I think a lot of people don't because I, I, it's funny because I hear people complain about, oh, I'm gassy or, um, you know, I'll think, well, what did you, what did you eat? Did you eat something that was outside your norm or, mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't think that's true. I think most people don't take note of what they eat and how their body responds to it. That is, I agree. that is so key. And I know we, I was given the gift, the bodybuilding actually taught me that what, how my body reacts to things. So I was, I was really lucky. Bodybuilding helped me in that area. But I think for the average people, what are some keys to things that, you know, ways that they can know what's good and bad for their body? Because I think most people don't, if they don't eat good all the time, they don't know what their body's supposed to feel like. I'll tell you the number one thing is if you're tired, Mm. if you feel tired during the day, it's something you did the day before. It's the sugar you had. It's the alcohol you drank. It's um, uh, the extra carbohydrate maybe that you had before you went to bed. A lot of times it's a delayed effect. Whatever you ate the day before affects you the next day. So um, that's one way to really look at it and to be consistent. Like eat the same thing for a while. And, and I'm a creature of habit. I, I like variety, but I like to eat kind of the same thing every day because I know my body. Because I know if mm-hmm. I go off that a little bit, I'm going to feel weird. <laughs> So um, people always laugh at me because that, because I always pack all of my food for the day. And yeah. I'm like, because I said, my body is a fine tuned machine. It does not like everything. So I know what it for likes. Sure. So I pack what it likes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think that people need variety, but I think you need to kind of do, and I'm not saying do a diet, but kind of do an elimination process. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody who wants to get to know your body better, eliminate some foods that you think might be, you know, giving you gas or making you bloated or giving you a headache. You know, I didn't realize, but I'm allergic to oats and I ate oats what? forever. Yeah. I'm allergic to oatmeal. Um, it's crazy, but it, oh it developed, it developed over time. It didn't develop until my late thirties that I would get headaches and stomach aches. And I guess you can develop allergies over time. That's so, so funny you say that Betsy, because, um, a couple weeks ago, I made, I made homemade pizzas and I bought the dough and everything, but I use this package sauce and like, normally I never use a package pizza sauce. I always make homemade sauce, but I use the package sauce. We were watching a movie two hours later. I go look in the mirror. My lips are completely blown up. Oh my gosh. And I, so I was like, what did I eat? The only thing I ate different was that pizza sauce. And I could not figure out what it, so I, I actually had allergy tests. I went to the doctor cause I was like, I gotta know what I can eat because I don't usually eat too much out of my norm um and it was I don't know if there was some chemical in there and I also had another reaction to something because my face swelled up a few weeks before wow I I eat like the same thing so the only things I could point out were specific things I had eaten well I hope you figured that out I I know right because I don't want (laughs) to be like getting ready to do a live like this yeah (laughs) yeah we don't want that we don't need that you need to be looking good but like you said, I mean, allergies, I never had a food allergy. And but one thing I can tell you, this I know for sure, and I will preach this up and down. I have severe asthma. I notice my asthma flares up worse when I don't eat healthy. When I did bodybuilding, I never had a problem with my asthma the whole time. I eat completely clean. When I started eating regular food again, I started getting really sick. So I don't know what the correlation is between there, but... There's Additives, definitely... preservatives. Also, do you do you take rosemary? Mm, like in a tap capsule? Or... 
capsule or in spice or oil. Rosemary I... is really good for asthmatics. Oh, thank you. No, yes. I've never tried that. Yes, try rosemary. I definitely will. See, yeah. those are the things that are important tips. Do you have any, like, if someone wants to make a few changes in their diet just to start moving forward, any, like, really, like, three or four or five tips that could be really helpful to help someone to transition from an unhealthy to a healthy lifestyle? Absolutely. Number one, clean out your cupboard. Go in there and take out any processed junk, okay? Now, you can leave a couple things in there, but take out the chips, the Cheetos, the Doritos, the sodas, the sugary cereals, um, anything that comes in a bag that makes a noise, it's probably processed. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, if it, it's a bag and it makes a noise, it's probably a processed food. So get that out. Start eating like a caveman or a cavewoman. Start eating. Oh what did a caveman or a cavewoman eat? They ate nuts. They ate berries. They ate fish. They ate greens. They ate animals. You know, if it had a face, swam on a tree or swam on a tree, swam in the <laughs> sea or grew on a tree or grew from the ground. I always mm -hmm. say had a face, swam in the sea, grew on a tree, came from the ground. It's probably a clean food. So my whole message is balance, but clean eating. Take out the processed foods, mm -hmm. loaded with sodium, loaded with additives, preservatives, um, you know, and just clean that up and you will be amazed at how good you feel. Start there. Wow. That's it. So that's okay. the first tip. Increase your All water. Right, everybody. If you're not drinking enough water, make sure you're doing that. Take out soda. Soda is filled with carbonation. Soda has fizzes in it, right? What is that? It's gas. I can't tell you the number of moms who drink diet soda. I say literally take it out of your diet. Take it out for one week. You will feel like you don't have a, a, a bloated belly anymore. It's true. Take it out. All that gas in your stomach, the sodium. Um, oh soda gosh. is a big thing. It's, it kills people. And it literally kills you too. I mean, it's loaded with sugar, mm. um, mm. the carbonation, the sodium, the colorant. So get out the processed food. Get off the soda not forever you can have a soda occasionally you can have uh, some chips here and there but just try to like eat like a cave woman like a caveman that makes it simple eat like a cave woman eat yeah like a caveman. <laughs> it's pretty easy and um and i think a lot of times people stress eat that's a big issue a lot especially women like me like you not that we do that but um yeah i'm like a stress starver like yeah, I'm, I'm the person that doesn't eat when I'm stressed. Like in grad school, I lost like 40 pounds. Like I'm, oh my God. I'm the non, yeah. I'm the like, when I'm stressed, I just, I need wine and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, know your triggers and know that um, overeating or undereating is not the answer. But right. if you, I notice that a lot of people eat when they're stressed, when they're tired, tired when they're yeah. hormonal which 